everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Friday, the 17th of August. It's Meet My Friend Friday. And today I have an amazing woman on the podcast with me today. It's Dr. Georgia Purdom. And we're going to be talking about the culture and uh, Answers in Genesis and a conference I'm going to be speaking at for Answers in Genesis called Sacred, which addresses the question of human sexuality. So uh, you guys are going to love this one. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right. So it's the 17th of August. And I was just telling Georgia before we went on the air that that makes me angry. <laughs> Because I feel like I don't have any summer left. It's going by so fast. And uh, the other day on my Facebook page, I said that I was really wishing that we could have Groundhog Day in August because I would like to have six more weeks of summer, which, of course, then all my Southern friends were like, are you insane? We hate summer. We're on fire. And I replied, come up here. (laughs) It's a little bit cooler in the Pacific Northwest. I'm having a, uh, if you're following me on Instagram, you know I'm having a yellow jacket infestation. But other than that, uh, it's going great. So it's good. Hey, for those of you who are not yet uh, on the uh, Bible study with us at Mom Strong International, I want to just encourage you to do that. We're halfway through our scripture writing challenge, and we are studying uh, questions that get brought up commonly, particularly in Christian circles. And so the name of the study is, is that really in the Bible? And that's what we want to be doing is directing uh, listeners, directing mothers, and parents back to the Word of God so that we get our answers from God's Word. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to have uh, Georgia Purdom on the show with me today. I heard about her uh, through a mutual friend, and I started, so I told her this morning, I said, I've been um, stalking you on Facebook. So so she already knows, I'm because she's really smart, so I had to like really get to know her. Dr. Georgia Purdom earned her PhD in molecular genetics from Ohio State University. After teaching as a college biology professor for six years, she joined Answers in Genesis in 2006, where she serves as the ministry content administrator in addition to being a speaker, a writer, and a researcher. So she's also a homeschooling mom of a 14-year-old girl. So Georgia, welcome to the podcast. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It's just a pleasure to be here. I am excited that you're here. So tell me a little bit about your family, because um, I think people, I'd love for them just to kind of get to know your heart and who you are, because once we hear you have your PhD in molecular genetics, we're like, wow, right? But you're just, you're just a really down to earth girl. And I love the pictures of your daughter on your Facebook page. She is adorable. She is. Yes. So um, yeah, I always want people to think I'm just a normal person. I may have a PhD, but I'm actually a normal person. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so uh, my husband and I, uh, Chris, he, we've been married for a little over 21 years now, and um, we have a 14-year-old daughter, Elizabeth, um, whom we adopted from China uh, when she was one, and uh, we live in the rolling hills of southern Indiana, and mm. uh, we have a, a small, we, I always say we kind of live on a hobby farm, so we have two sheep, two goats, and a donkey, and a dog, and um <laughs> And we like the country life. We like living out here in the country, away from the city. And um, so that's just a little bit about my family. We've been homeschooling since about the middle of fifth grade. And so we just started high school this year. So that's something brand new. But um, I'm one of those moms that's actually super excited about high school because uh, I love the upper grades and really being able to delve into the material. And uh, I don't like teaching the basics. So I like teaching the more uh, higher end stuff. So I'm really, of course you do because you're a PhD in molecular genetics. 
<laughs> Probably. <laughs> you're like, you're kind of the opposite of most of the homeschool moms I talk to who are like, we did great up through like seventh grade and they start panicking. And I'm always telling them, don't panic. There's so much help out there. Uh, you can get help. And you're on the other end of it going, I have been so bored these past 14 years and now I'm going to crank it up. Well, I, the only thing is though, I did get a tutor for math this year. I do not do math. And so, um, <laughs> brilliant. So she, Me either. In geometry, so I'll hire someone to do that. Right. <laughs> you're done. Ding. You're done. Yeah. Well, you guys have an awesome conference over there at, uh, at Answers in Genesis called Sacred. And I've been really, I was really thrilled to be asked uh, to speak for it. And I started looking it up and just seeing what is this all about. And it's really, um, a, it's an, a direct addressing of what's happening uh, on the, uh, in the war on human sexuality, which is just raging in the culture right now. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about the Sacred Conference and uh, why you guys started it and kind of what the focus is? Right. So one of the things that when I, when I first came to Answers in Genesis, um, I, I never really saw myself doing women's conferences. Like would I actually start a women's conference and host those and speak at those. But the more, the longer that I was there and being a parent myself and, and watching my child grow up, like you say, in the world that we live in, that's becoming darker and darker. I was like, wow, we really need moms we need women to be trained in the truth of God's word and to know what it says on these issues to give good biblical answers um, to their children and so and, and to others around them. And so I just had a really, God just really gave me a heart for bringing um, apologetics. Um, how do we defend the faith um, in this world to women? And so about seven, eight years ago, we started the uh, an annual women's conference at Answers in Genesis. And we have different themes, different years. And a couple of years ago, I realized, you know, especially with the Supreme Court decision on gay marriage and just everything that happened after that, I said, we have got to have a conference to address this topic because women need solid biblical answers um, for, for their families, for their community, for their church. And so that's, that's kind of where um, that came out of. And and our conferences, like one of the things I love about them and one of the things I repeatedly hear from women that attend is that I've never heard that much scripture um, at, a, at a Christian women's conference. I love and, that. Yeah. I mean, and it's sad. I mean, in some ways it saddens me because I think, okay, what are they saying at these other conferences? Um, but I'm, I'm so glad that we can do that because that's one of the things that's the best compliment I could ever get, um, for a conference. We're grounded in the word of God and we want to show women that there are, there are answers to this. This isn't necessarily, you know, a lot of, a lot of our society want to be relative about it. When it say it's a gray area. It's not gray. It's black and white. God's word um, tells us the answers to those things. That's right. And I think as the as the culture, as you say, is getting darker and darker, Christians have an opportunity to shine brighter and brighter. And we have uh, access to the hope and change that an entire generation has been looking for. And that hope is Jesus. And I love the ministry of Answers in Genesis. And I think just having people sending them back to the Bible to say, listen, it actually, I think we feel like we're um, entering uncharted waters, but we're not. Uh, read the book of First uh, and Second Corinthians. Read Romans. I mean, see what was happening to the Church of Corinth. I mean, these were people who claimed to be Christ followers, right, who were living in complete sin. And the church was actually really unhealthy then. And so in many ways, we're kind of doing a, a repeat of a very unhealthy early church. 
Uh, it's just that now we've got an unhealthy postmodern church. Do you think that's true? Oh, I think that's absolutely true. And it, nothing is new under the sun. Um, this has all been, you know, this has all been done before. It's happened before. Um, and so now it's happening again. And, and actually, one of the theme verses for the conference is from 1 Corinthians um, 6, 19 to 20. that says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price to so glorify God in your body. And um, we need to be doing that, especially in, in, in the area of sexuality that's that's very near and dear to who we are. Um, and, and, and like you say, I think one of the important things I really want women to walk away from this conference is the fact that our hope is in Jesus Christ. That is the solution. That is the answer to all of these issues, to all of these problems. Um, it's not in behavior modification. It's not in you know, surgery. It's not in any of those things. It's in, it's in Christ. Cause that's where our identity is. It's not in our, our sexuality or, or our profession or being a mom or any of those things. It's in Christ. That's absolutely right. I was listening to a, a gentleman named Christopher Yuan. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, if you haven't, look him up. It, it's, it's amazing. He uh, wrote a book called Out of a Far Country. And I heard him at, uh, just on a, online at one of my favorite churches in Missouri in Lee's Summit uh, called Abundant Life. And he was there a couple of weeks ago with his parents. So his parents probably in their 70s now. And he's, I would assume, um, he's probably my age or maybe a little bit older. But he uh, he lived the, a gay lifestyle for a very long time, I mean, immersed in it, immersed in uh, drugs. And he actually ended up getting arrested and spent uh, prison time in prison for uh, possession of drugs. And the Lord got a hold of him because of his the prayers of his mother, who just never gave up. For eight years, she prayed. And actually, the movie War Room uh, is largely about uh, his mother and that closet that she set up to pray for him. And to hear, so he does this presentation with his parents. And what's interesting to me, so I put it on Facebook because I'm like, people need to see that there's healing from this. I mean, here's a man uh, who was diagnosed in prison as HIV positive because of his lifestyle. And... God got a hold of his life. He is now a professor at Moody, and he teaches on this subject all around the world, travels with his parents who tell their story uh, from their perspective, and then the healing and redemption that God uh, brought them as a family, which I think is such a positive, encouraging message. And uh, Facebook took it down for hate speech. Yeah. And, you know, it's amazing. And that's one of the things I've heard you say that several times on your podcast, and it just infuriates me. Uh, that, yeah. that that we are being so, I mean, there, there is a very, very strong prejudice and bias and discrimination against Christians today. We are, they're, they're not allowing us to say, I mean, and one of the things, I don't know, this really gets me is they say, well, that's hate speech. And I'm like, that's not hate speech. I love that person enough to tell them the truth about their sin. That yes. it's out of love that I'm doing this. Not, I'm, they say, if you disagree, you hate us. I said, no, I, I disagree with you. And, and I want to tell you why I disagree with you and the hope that can be found um, and the freedom um, from this in Jesus Christ. So it's really sad, but that's just, that's, you know, I'm not surprised because that's the way our culture is going. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I love about what you're doing at the conference this year is I think as, a, as I'm understanding it, which is why I was so thrilled to be invited it's an opportunity for women to come and get equipped because I think we've, we've talked about this thing now until we're blue in the face. And I think parents and women in particular, mothers especially, 
really need to be equipped to know how to answer. We want to be able to give an answer uh, for the hope that lies within us, and that answer is Jesus. But I think oftentimes that spirit of fear creeps in there when we're not equipped, when we haven't really studied the issue enough to be able to feel like we can speak to it confidently. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that that's one of the things that you're doing. How how uh, practical are you guys going to get at the Women's Conference this year? We want to be very practical. And that, that's one of the things I always encourage my speakers about because because I have that same heart. You know, as I listen to your podcast and, and read your materials, I'm like, we, we have a very similar goal um, in wanting to equip women. Um, I know you always say you got to get off the bench, you know, yes. and um, you got to get off the bench. You got to get in the game. Um, you, you can't expect other people to do this for you. And you shouldn't want that. This is your job. And um, you've got to get equipped on these issues. And you don't have to have a PhD to do this. I, I mean, that's what I always tell people. Yep. This is every believer is called to give a reason for the hope that is in them um, and to give a defense, an apologia. Um, and so we have to do that. And so that's what I really hope with this conference is really helping people get, helping women get equipped um, with those answers. And one of the things I always tell my speakers before the, you know, well before the conference is, You've got to be practical with this. I always say it's kind of like practical apologetics. Yes, we need to know what the Word of God says. We need to know um, the the position that the Lord takes on this. And then, okay, so how do we how do we do that? Um, how do we live that out in our lives um, and and give answers for that? And one of the questions I get because I'm a geneticist and a biologist. A lot of people um, after I speak at the Creation Museum, I do that on a weekly basis. Almost, I would say maybe every other week, I've got a parent that comes up to me that talks to me about their child that has said, Hey, I'm, you know, homosexual or mm-hmm. I'm transgender or whatever it might be. And one of the questions I get is, Well, they say it's genetic or they say, you know, they can't help being this way. Is there any truth in that? And so, one of the topics that I'm going to address at the conference is the whole. Is, is there any truth to that? Is there any biology or genetics to support they can't, quote unquote, help themselves, you know, in this? And so we've got to address that because the studies are out there. Um, so I want to I want to take that material and I want to say, hey, hey, here's what the studies say. And the studies say, um, no, there isn't really any true genetic or biological basis for this. Um, right. And it's so, junk science. Uh, I mean, what we're, what, what we're basing an entire generation of this, you know, so-called enlightened view on human sexuality is really based on junk science, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, or taking studies and, and, um, that are very inconclusive. Um, sometimes they're just, you know, outright, no way there's no connection. Other times they're inconclusive, but you know, it's, it's just like with evolution, you know, right. That's what we talk a lot about answers in Genesis, whole creation evolution debate. Well, there's, there's like basically zero chance that this could happen, but because there's one in a million, million, million chance that it might happen or could happen, that's what they believe in. You wouldn't believe in anything else with those odds. Um, yet they do because they, it, because this is a worldview issue. This is about who is in charge, who's the authority and wanting to hold to themselves being the authority and their own God rather than the God of the Bible. Yeah, and that was a lot of what Christopher said uh, at, toward the end of his talk at Abundant Life Church. He was saying, "This is this is human beings doing exactly what the Bible says that we do uh, out of the Book of Romans. Rather than serving the Creator, we serve the creation, and so yeah. we serve our own flesh, we serve ourselves. And there has to be a point in which 
uh, parents say enough is enough is enough. Every single week, uh, I get heartbreaking uh, emails and sometimes letters. Sometimes people will send me, I got a, an actual physical handwritten letter in the mail the other day at my office and uh, moms are, they're, they're, uh, they're devastated. Christian moms, homeschooling moms, homeschooling doesn't make you immune to this because it's so in the culture. The libraries are pushing it. You've probably heard me talk about my yeah. extreme angst toward the American Library Association and the um, absolute uh, in your face, you know, as a um, as parent, it's a disregard of parental authority to put this stuff where little kids can get it. And so it's happening everywhere. And a lot of it is uh, children being conditioned this way. What do you say to the mom who would uh, come up to you and say, my, ch- my, you know, my second grader has been going to, you know, whatever, a public school for a while because uh, this is typically what I will hear. Uh, we had our child in school and they started uh, studying or one of their classmates uh, came out as transgender. And sure enough, you know, uh, six months later, that child also is going, well, maybe I'm not really a boy. Maybe I'm supposed to be a girl. And all, and we plant all these seeds of doubt. What do you say to the mom whose son or daughter has come home from school and is questioning their biology? Yeah, I think we've we've got to be super proactive about training our children in the home on the on the truth of God's word. I don't care how no matter how you educate your child, whether it's Christian school, public school, or homeschooling, um, you, you can't just assume, like you say, homeschooling is not gonna save your kids. And right. so you've got to be able to proactively talk to your children about this. And um I remember when the um Supreme Court decision was made about gay marriage, my daughter was eleven. And I thought, never did I think I'd have to sit down um, with my daughter and talk about, you know, I mean, maybe I was just being naive, but that, that we, this is why this is wrong. And what does the Bible say? You know, God created marriage and he defined marriage. And so no matter what the law of the land says, that, that's not marriage. <laughs> uh, marriage is clearly defined in God's word. So I think we have to really get, I mean, these these past, and that's part of this conference is helping equip women to know, hey, you know, where do I go in scripture for these things? I mean, some of it should be pretty obvious things like Romans 1, Genesis 1, Genesis 2, um, to talk and address these issues and what God says in his word. And especially if you're talking about a second grader, you want to do this from when they're very young and you're going to have to be proactive. I know mm-hmm. when my daughter was in public school when she was very young and I had even said to her, you know, I want to know what books the teacher's reading to you. If you, if they have a book that talks about two mommies or two daddies, you know, you need to tell me and let's talk about that. I would look at the materials she brought home. I looked in her textbook. I knew what she was being taught. And, um, so I think you cannot be lazy about this. I know we're busy. I know we're doing a million things, but there's nothing more important than this. And, and you have got to really watch and listen and know and form relationships with teachers. So you can know what's going on so that you can, you should really be addressing these issues before they're addressed in the classroom. Um, and absolutely right. Oh my word. That's so good. So really, uh, parents who think that maybe homeschooling is going to protect them. You've heard me say this a whole bunch on the podcast, like homeschooling is not going to save your kids. Parents have to get off the bench. They've got to engage in the culture uh, for the sake of their children and for their grandchildren. And for actually the Bible, the Bible calls us to four generations of influence. And so it's, it's important that we figure out 
how to uh, engage our children with biblical truth and point them back to the answers that they're going to find in God's word. So tell us one more time a little bit, because we're, that's what we're going to be doing, right, at the Answers uh, for Women conference, which is uh, going to be addressing this topic in particular. Yes. And so what we want to do is get get women equipped to know these things and and to be proactive about them and teaching them in their home. And um, so we're going to have like a lot of different sessions covering many different aspects of sexuality. So this is, just so your listeners know, this is April 5th and 6th of 2019, and it's going to be held at the Ark Encounter, which is the life-sized Ark. Um, And so we have a brand new 2,500 seat auditorium called Answer Center. And so we will be the first um, AIG conference actually in that center next year. That's exciting. Oh, totally exciting. So, um, and ladies will receive free admission to the ARC and the museum and their families can receive 20% off um, those attractions as well. So while you're enjoying the conference, they can be, you can make a whole family trip out of this. They can be going to the museum and the ARC and doing things as well. So um, we're obviously, you're going to be joining us and talking about how do we talk to our kids um, about the sexual revolution, our teens, our children, how do we um, talk to them about the sexual revolution? And then Emily Tomes is going to be there. She is a young woman who um, was once identified as a, as a homosexual. And she now, um, she talks about her salvation and she's now a wife and a mom. And so I'm really excited to hear from her. Uh, Dr. Owen Straken um, is going to be there. He uh, works for the Council for Biblical Manhood and Womanhood, talking about the issue of transgenderism. Um, Amanda Peacock, um, who's a women's ministry leader, will talk about distinct roles of men and women in marriage, which is something else that's really being mm. uh, really trying to be done away with in our culture today, um, yeah. the idea of complementarianism. Uh, Felicia Masonheimer will talk on the issue of sexuality within marriage, um, sex in the single woman and um, sexual dysfunction. Uh, Rose Cologne, uh, she is a, a local lady that runs a biblical counseling center. She's going to be talking about pornography. Uh, June Hunt is actually going to be there. Um, oh, you're kidding. With- oh, my word. I haven't seen June in a long time. Yeah, we just added her to the lineup. So she's with Hope for the Heart, and she's going to be talking about sexual abuse and overcoming um, sexual abuse. And I'll be talking about the biology and gender of sexuality. And Ken Ham, of course, um, Answers in Genesis CEO, will be talking about the importance of having a, a biblical worldview of sexuality. So we are going to have a jam-packed two days. Um, we also have Fernando Ortega joining us for worship and a concert um, and some other music artists as well. So Sign it, it's me just, at Fernando Ortega is like one of my favorite artists ever. He's my oh, morning. Good. He's my my morning uh, listen as I get ready for my day. I love it. Well, we're really excited to have him there. He'll be doing he'll be on Friday and then Saturday we'll have Jonathan and Emily Martin um, who are worship leaders to lead us in some worship time. And so um, we're also going to have a panel discussion at the very end of the conference on Saturday so women can submit their questions and we'll do our best job to answer those. So there, it's just a really great time of um, fellowship and learning and um, equipping for ladies. And, and like I say, the more that I've listened to your podcast, um, the more motivated um, that I become in this and know that this is this is so important and, and we need to do this. This is a way to get off the bench. 
mm-hmm. um, get that information and to be able to share it with those around you. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, the more you are describing, I'm like, man, I hope I'm, I'm so excited. I'm going to, I'm going to be speaking there, but even more, I want to just bring everybody I know. So, uh, women mark this on your calendars. It's going to be a great opportunity for you. April 5th through 6th, 2019 at the ARC. Um, at Answers in Genesis. So I have not actually been to the ARC yet. So I've been to Answers in Genesis, obviously, several times, but um, I've never actually seen the ARC. So I'm super excited about that and just excited about what God is doing. And I'm so thankful that you guys have taken on this topic fearlessly and from a biblical worldview. It's such an incredible, uh, this is an incredible time in human history. And I'm glad to see you guys uh, address it head on. Yeah. And, and if ladies want more information, they can go to answersforwomen.org and you'll find the registration information on there. And we have some early bird pricing on that. So you'll want to take advantage of that. So awesome. Dr. Georgia Purdom, thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking about this topic with me. And I'm excited to see you uh, next April. All right. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. If you guys want more information, I will link back to all of the links that we've been talking about today at the show notes today. So don't drive off the road. I know a bunch of you are listening in the shower. It's okay. We've got all this stuff for you in the show notes. And uh, I hope that you will join me for uh, the Answers for Women conference in April of next year. It's going to be a great time. For those of you who want more information about my speaking season, it is starting to uh, kick into gear. I will be in Iowa Next weekend, I will be in Eastern Iowa at Prairie Lakes Women's Conference uh, speaking there. I'm excited about that. And then after that is the MomStrong Conference. So my uh, my season's uh, ramping up already. MomStrong Houston. Uh, registration for that event is open right now. That's September 21. Actually, no, it's September 22nd. I fly on the 21st. Don't put that on your calendar. Uh, the 22nd of September, it's a one-day women's conference. And we're going to be talking about some of these things that George and I have been talking about today. And then just taking it a little bit further into parenting and the aspects of biblical motherhood and why it's so important that we shepherd our children. And then on October 6th, uh, MomStrong Pacific Northwest will happen right here in Vancouver at the Homeschool Resource Center. So we've got a whole lot of things going on for you. And we're just really excited to see what God's going to do as this generation of believers gets off the bench and onto the battlefield. Thanks for joining me, everybody. And I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.